really motivated by that. Who will you be in 2020? This surprisingly accurate quiz reveals things that may be holding you back from success. So, 10 morning habits you need in 2020. I should have clicked on that one. <laughs> um, how to build self-discipline in 2020. Uh, how to change your life in 100 days. Click here. I was tempted. I'd like a different life in 100 days. 2020 is the year that I'm transforming my life. Now, all these things are good, but there was one that stood out to me, and I just, I just couldn't shake it. And it said, and if not, he is still good. Amen. And if not, he is still good. And it comes from Daniel 3.18, if you wanted to look that up. And, and it's like, no matter what I face, he is still good. Amen. <clears throat> and so we are going to focus this morning on his goodness. We love and serve a God who is big. Amen. He's big. He can do exceedingly abundantly above anything that I could think. And, you know, when we go into a new year, we're usually hopeful. We're usually hopeful, but we don't know what this year may bring for us. And we're all in different places. I know going into last year, I, I felt overwhelmed from the start of the year because I had, on every single day, I knew I had too much to do and not enough time. And I was like, how am I going to do this year? How am I going to? Whereas coming into this year, I have my youngest beautiful daughter going into kinder and I'm just going to have just a few hours a week where I can actually focus. And so I, I already know, even just with that, that this year is going to be different. But we don't know what the year may bring, but I know that God is good. Amen. Let's turn to Psalm 34. And I just want to read, I bought my glasses today, you know how every time I say, I should bring my glasses, but I haven't put them on. It's on one step closer. Okay, I need new ones. Psalm 34, 1 to 8, and it's titled, Taste and See that the Lord is Good. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angels of the Lord, uh, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Amen? So we'll stop there. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Our circumstances don't change his goodness. And this was something that I really had to go on a journey to learn. And I'll ask you the question, no matter what comes, will you keep on singing? We've sung Waymaker this morning, but will you keep on singing? So David 
wrote, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. He also wrote Psalm 23, which means that he had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death to be able to write that song. And yet I will praise. I will not stop praising because of my circumstances. And I think a couple of really famous uh, people who are a great example of this, the first one being uh, Fanny Crosby, if you know who she is. She wrote more than 8,000 hymns. There is more than 100 million copies of her songs printed. Despite being blind from shortly after birth, she wrote all of these hymns. When she was six months old, her father died and she was raised by her mother and maternal grandmother. These women grounded her in Christian principles, helping her memorise long passages from the Bible. Some of the hymns she wrote uh, that are more known, Pass Me Not, O Gentle Saviour, Blessed Assurance, it's one of my favourites, Jesus is tenderly calling me home, to God be the glory, and obviously we could go on 8,000 times. At age eight, she wrote her first poem which described her condition. She later stated, It seemed intended by the blessed providence of God that I should be blind all my life. And I thank him for the dispensation. If perfect earthly sight were offered me tomorrow, I would not accept it. I might not have sung hymns to the praise of God if I had been distracted by the beautiful and interesting things about me. That makes, that gets me every time. She once also said, when I get to heaven, the first face that shall ever gladden my sight will be that of my Saviour. Isn't that beautiful? We don't get to let circumstances determine our song. Our circumstances can't change the fact that he is good. Amen. I feel like we mentioned this not long ago, but the hymn, It Is Well, is another well-known a uh, song that was written out of tragedy. And the man that wrote it, his two-year-old son died. And then the great Chicago fire of 1871 ruined him financially. He was, he had a lot of, this is according to, I hope this is, this is accurate, but I've heard the story enough times that it's very close to being accurate. He had a lot of investments. He lost everything. A last minute change of plans meant he sent his family ahead of him on a voyage which uh, crashed into another ship before of his daughters died. It gets me every time. And his wife sent the famous telegram, saved alone, shortly afterwards as he was travelling to meet his grieving wife. He was inspired to write these words as his ship passed near where his daughters had died. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Amen. And my question is, will you keep on singing? Now, I'm going to share, I'm going to be really real with you this morning. I got to a place in my life where I stopped singing. I stopped singing and... Songs like uh, King of My Heart, um, you know, The God of Miracles. I got to this place where I 
I found I couldn't sing them. I felt a conviction of, do you really believe it? Do you really believe it? And I, I went on a journey of just saying, God, show me you're good. Show me you're good. Now, if I, I, I made a slideshow. Can I have, can I have my slideshow? This is the first PowerPoint pre presentation I've made since year 11, which is actually like over 20 years ago. So this, so the next one, so, and if not, he's still good. So God is good. So what I didn't realize, I'd been taught God is good in Sunday school. I'd read it in my Bible. I'd heard it. I'd said it. I'd sung it. But I didn't realize I had some question marks under that statement. So God showed me, I love word pictures, so hopefully I can explain to you how he showed me. So if you go to the next one, this is the actual reality and fact that God is good. Okay, it's unwavering, it's unchanging. This blue circle is God is good. You cannot change it. I don't care what you say, you can't take away from it. Now, if you go to the next one, this is what God showed me had started to happen in my life. So let's, I don't, I'm not going to tell you every bad thing that's ever happened to me, but just a couple of things. So say, say the yellow slice is me being sick as a child. Okay? Me having to be hospitalized. Me having to not be like the other kids because I can never breathe and I'm attached to a pump all the time. I can't leave the house without Ventolin. Like I was, I wasn't just sick. I was really sick. Okay? And what that did was just, I didn't know because seeing that blue section, I still think that God is good. Okay? I still think he's good. But there's just a little bit taken out there. And then if you see the orange section, so you guys will have things in your life. Now, some of you don't, some of you have got that blue circle and you're just like, I've never, I've never even questioned. But this, this might help you to help people who do question. So say the orange section is maybe a big thing was when my grandma died. Um, so in hindsight now, I can see that she was sick my dad's entire life. Nellie died his entire life. But when I was 13, I said, yep, love you, catch you on Sunday. And a couple of days later, she was no longer with us. And what that did to me was just put a question mark on, well, why God, why didn't you heal her? I'm, I'm a little confused. But I never pulled it up because God is good. Is this making sense? Okay, so if we go to our next slide, this is what God showed me had happened over the years. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. I don't understand that. I'm not really sure. This is my personality, right? I'm a, I question everything. I'm a, what does that mean? I'm not sure. And so one final thing happened. And I'm talking like people I love have died in accidents. But like all sorts of things. I was, um, I developed rheumatoid arthritis when I was only 28 years old. I then found out I was pregnant with our third child which meant I couldn't hold him, I couldn't look after him, but I had to, and I was just chronic, chronic pain, but I'm okay, I'm okay. Then one final thing tipped me over. And I won't tell you what it was, but it was like I had cried out to God for this thing, and I just was like, I feel like you're going to answer. And then I feel like you did, and then I felt like he took it away. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. And it took 
the final piece of pie and all I had was, I don't know, I don't know, God, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And so then we're singing about his goodness and all I have is question marks. Is this making sense of how it happened over years? See, the enemy wants to come and he wants to tell you lies and he wants to go, if God loved you, that wouldn't happen. And if, and that wouldn't have happened and that wouldn't have happened. And what about that? And what do you think about that? And what, see what happens? And I got to this place and I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, God, let's do this. <laughs> and so I went, all right, do I, it literally was like, do I believe that you're real? I'm like, and I really felt like he like slammed me, soccer punched me in the chest. He's <laughs> like, okay, I know you're real. I know you're real. Okay. Does anyone else have conversations with himself? Okay. Well, do I believe the Bible? Yes, I believe in the Bible. Do you believe what it says? <laughs> yes. And then so God showed me. He goes, see what you've done. In every situation, you've allowed the enemy to come in and just put little question marks about who I am. And he took me back to the place. If we can have the next one. God is good. Amen. Who believes this here this morning? God is good. And so when I walked through those steps and I... I really had to get before him and just be like, God, I'm so sorry that I've allowed situations to change how I see you. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He is good. And I went on a journey of renewing my mind. And I know I have spoken on this before. I've spoken about um, if you struggle with um, lies coming into your mind, write them down. It's amazing what you might actually write down that you've been letting go round and round in your mind that you need to pull up and you need to align that with God's word and everything comes back to he is good. Will you keep on singing? No matter what comes your way, he's the way maker. Amen? Promise keeper. And so I'm pleased to say, now if, as I said, some of you have never questioned, but now you may understand how people get into that place where they go, oh, I just, I just can't do that. It's like, no, no, remove those question marks and remind yourself of his goodness because he is good. And so this last season that I have just been through, um, and it's not really my testimony to share, some of you may have noticed that Greg hasn't been playing bass, <laughs> Greg hasn't been in singing. <laughs> Greg hasn't been going to work. <laughs> it's been a difficult season. It's been a very difficult season. I am pleased to say he's setting our verse for 2020. He's back. He's back. But it's been really difficult. And I had a few people just call me and say, hey, are you okay? Like, how are you going doing all the kids yourself? And how are you going do it? Like, are you going all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm really good. I genuinely am really good because when there's no question marks, you trust him the whole way through. And I'm just like, I know God is good. I know that he's good. And um, I put some scriptures up on my mirror then that reminded me of that straight away. Um, when Greg got back from some time away, he stuck on our mirror. Even when I don't see it, you're working. 
Amen? Even when I don't feel it, you're working. And so we made, we just straight away went in with encouragement for one another, with prayer. Thank you for all of you who have surrounded us with prayer and um, who have really helped us um, during the season. But the difference, see, when your mind is renewed, I'm totally off my notes, whatever. When your mind is renewed... The difference this time, I was, I remember this day, I'm driving along and I'm in tears and I'm like, God, like, but he's good, right? It doesn't mean we can't grieve. It doesn't mean we're not going to go through. But I'm like, God, I just thank, thank you. So instead of just the question marks of why is this happening and I don't want to walk through this and this is really hard, it was just like, God, thank you. Oh, God, thank you. This could have been so much worse. Thank you, this could have looked so different. God, thank you that you were with us. God, thank you that you've surrounded us with a church family. God, thank, do you see what begins to happen then? It just overflowed. And then straight away, as soon as I opened my mouth and began to thank him, he began to show me what it could have looked like. <laughs> thank you, God, that it looks different. He began to show me how he's working in this situation, God wants to use what you walk through to touch other people. And what we can do is we get weighed down and bogged down. We get, you know, it's easy to be lonely and isolated and I'm walking through this. And he wants us to actually, once you're thankful, so once you don't, once it's like, God, you're good, there's no question, thankfulness begins to flow and then we can actually look around and we help other people and I believe that that's what God has for us. I'm going to go back to my notes. I have some quick quick points that I've already gone over but the first one, taste and see that the Lord is good and I want you to write there always, always, okay? He is always good. The second one, keep on singing. And if not, he is still good. Don't let circumstances change your song. Amen. The third point is we need to renew our minds. So as soon as you, if you have a question mark or just, just go straight back to him. God, show me your goodness. Lord, show me again. Your faithfulness. God, I just thank you for who you are in my life. Lord, worship him. Yeah? Romans 12.2, don't copy the behaviour and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now that's actually a real promise. That's better than any... Uh, Pinterest, <laughs> click here and change your life. No, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Amen? The fourth one was stay thankful. No matter what comes your way, we stay thankful. And I can really tell you that in this situation, it's just been amazing. Thank you, God, for the rain. Amen? Just pray that it just puts all those fires out and fills up my tanks and my creek. Thank you, God. 
So number five, Romans 8.28. God works all things together for good. Amen. All things. When we get that deep down in our spirit, we sing. So you could sing even when I don't see it, you're working. You could be like, even when I don't feel it, you're working. Like, I hope you're working. But when we know that he's good and we've renewed our minds and we've been thankful, we know he works all things together for good. We sing that in faith because, God, even when I don't see it, you're working. You are working. You never stop, God. You are good. Amen? Amen. Now, I really feel, I'm going to read you, um, we're going to finish a little earlier today too, just with the school holidays. Um, but I really feel in this, just, I know quite a few of you had a tough year last year. And I really am believing for good things for this coming year. I really, really am. I really feel God just stirring my spirit and I just think there's going to be a change. But even if you're still currently walking through, you can help other people. And I've had things in my life before. I remember this one time I was walking through something really hard and I literally right in the middle of it stopped and went, God, I don't want to be able to help people with this. I don't want to know what it's like. It's uncomfortable and I don't like it. But I literally have had so many opportunities to speak to people in that situation and to show compassion and mercy that I wouldn't have had. And so it's not like God never gives us, like he doesn't be like, all right, I'm going to make you sick so that you love sick people. But he will use, yes, he will use what we walk through to help other people. And I want to read you something that I wrote. See, I think that our church can grow. I think our church is going to grow. You know, the enemy wants to distract us all running around with all of these things happening. If we will look up in the midst of what we are going through and declare that he is good and let him use us while we are still walking through it, yeah? I was like, God, what if, what if instead of a goal to be, I want to make more money or I want to lose weight or I want to for 2020, what if we were like, God, show me five people that I can love and invite to church this year. Now, it's not about church and numbers, but this is where we grow and flourish, right? This is where we, we come and we are fed and we are built up so that we can go out and love people. And this, this resets us. So if you've been thinking something crazy in the week, come in and get reset. God is good. And so I'm like, what if we began to set goals like that? What if out of those five, one or two people say, yeah, I'll come, and we double by the end of the year? Why not, God? Why not? Why not in 2020? Why not in 2020? Why not instead of being weighed down by what I'm walking through, I just begin to thank you, God, for just who you are. And I just keep reaching out to people. Now, this is what I wrote. I wrote it in 2015. I wasn't sure whether to share it or not, but I'm going to. 
I wrote, I see. I see a church full of the Holy Spirit's power. Can I ask the band to come up as we do this? We're going to sing again. I see a church who worships God passionately. I see a church that is full and vibrant and alive. I see a church that impacts the town and beyond. I see a church that sets the tone and trend for the town. I see a church that influences local government. I see a church that loves and reaches everyday real lonely people and shows them Jesus. Our church has an amazing kids ministry and a huge youth group. We impact the vandalism and youth issues in our community by bringing youth into our church on a Friday night and sending them out empowered for the week. This affects families that then get saved and it's a snowball effect in the community. People that come to our meetings get healed both during the worship or with the laying on of hands by the ministry team. And this includes mental illness and impossible physical conditions. I believe that Benalla is important and that God cares about our town. We can be flares for him in our region. Good things come out of Benalla, okay? Now, I don't know, I just got up one morning was reading my Bible, and then I went and just wrote that without thinking. So I believe that God showed me that for this church and for this town. And my question is, will you go? Will you go and and speak to someone? Will you go and share what you're walking through with somebody? Love people, really love them. Gosh, that's one of my most challenging verses in the Bible out of Romans. Will you really love people? Like really genuinely get down where they are and say, can I help you? And so if you will stand this morning, I want us to sing Waymaker again. Um, If you need a miracle, I'm going to ask you to sing. If you need to hear God about direction for your life, I'm going to ask you to sing. You You can stand. I think last week was so great when Pastor Dale spoke about um, Paul on the Saul on the road to Damascus. Lord, who are you? And Lord, what do you want me to do? If you don't know, ask him. Ask him. If you're believing for salvation of loved ones, I'm going to ask you to sing. If you want to be closer to God this coming year, draw near. I'm going to ask you to sing. If you want a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to ask you to sing. And I was a bit cheeky because I wrote down, if you are here today, I'm going to ask you to sing. (laughs) But we're going to sing Waymaker. And if you've struggled in the past with this, God, God is good. If you've had question marks, I believe that as you sing out to him this morning, that he's the Waymaker, that those question marks are going to be removed and you are going to walk into this new year without doubt of who he is he doesn't change he doesn't waver if you've if you've not understood why some people question then maybe you can get if you've got that really strong faith i have seen some of you walk through things and you've just inspired my faith thank you but get alongside those who are struggling amen So as we close, we're going to just sing, ask the team to sing this, but I'm just going to ask you to sing it out with everything within you. Thank you, guys.